just waiting for me? No, but <clears throat> it's going to be funny because the woodworking that's going on outside is totally getting picked up. So, Oh, is it? Yeah, it gives it that down-home feel. It's like you're actually hanging so out in the Do house. you want to go to my room and shut the door? You want to take me to your room and shut the door? You know this is true. Oh, my I've gosh. I've wanted to do it for how long now? Scandalous. You're welcome. <laughs> Juliet. Brando. How are you? I'm good. How are you? You look well. So do you. Thank you. Last time you saw me, I wasn't, uh... I was in the best of spirits. No. But I was on my way up. And now you're up and up? I'm on the up and up, thanks to uh, you. Now, to set the stage, my friend here, her name is Juliet. I've mentioned her on the uh, podcast before um, in passing because I was just giving a little talk on perspective and how we all should really take stock in the things that we have and the abilities that we do because, you know... One thing like a, a busted back can can change somebody's life and could potentially devastate them to levels where they would be crippled and they wouldn't want to move. They wouldn't want to try. They wouldn't want to do. But um, it seems that, Juliet, you defy all those odds. Um, and we're going to talk about your latest back surgery. Yeah. Which is, what, one of two that you've had so far? I mean, like, two. but the second round you had three rounds of back surgery right and in this, one sitting right the second round was supposed to be one and it was supposed to fix the damage from the first back fusion i had which was the disc removal so they were doing more disc removal and it just went obviously you know really bad really before, fast. Be- before we get into the anatomy of it all and really get to know your insides okay. let's uh <laughs> Sorry. So let's uh, let's figure out who who this juliet person is um you actually popped up in my life around, what was it, uh, the fall of 2020? Yes. I think you, you sent an email into the show. I don't know. Do you want to tell the story just because you probably know it best? Okay. So I had met you guys. You and Rob, Don wasn't there for family reasons. So I met you guys at the Circles event the year oh, before. Yeah. The Circles launch party. Yes. Yeah, that's right. Which, congratulations to them for launching oh huge yay yeah and i have them so and all that stuff happened while you were getting back surgery i think right didn't the circles thing launch like while you were in the hospital yep oh that's crazy and since i have an android i couldn't do the the latest update and so you were at the party that means you were an investor too right yeah oh my gosh so So you did you kind of missed out on the whole ribbon cutting ceremony and everything i did but i gotta hear about it good so second best so i had taken a bunch of pictures with yourself rob christina and i took one of your ass you took a picture of my butt i did without permission i did and so i have an agent for my butt you're supposed to run this through these people well sorry i I don't know your agent so okay maybe we can meet later maybe I'll have my people call your people. All right, we'll do that. So I sent you all these nice pictures, and then I sent you a picture of your butt. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I emailed back something like, um, should I report you, or is this like, what's going on? And it just kind of escalated from there. We just grew closer. And yeah. We ended up talking, and we ended up bond. It's almost like you were family from the get-go. Right. And I was just talking to because this is the first time I've seen you today, uh, March 9th. 
Yeah, <laughs> I got Good it. Good job. Today's March 9th, and it's the, this is the first day I've seen you since Christmas Day. All right? Yeah. Wow. I mean, besides the occasional selfie I get, thank you. You're welcome. But that was, honestly, that, that was a really hard time for me. I was I was in right in the throes of a, the separation, and in fact, I called you Christmas Eve because I'd, I'd missed my flights to go mm-hmm. visit family, and I just, I was devastated because I was just an emotional wreck, and I had a hard time pulling myself together, and you just came in ugly sweater and <laughs> antlers on and bells on your, on your feet <laughs> and we went to the bar and and we had a merry christmas i honestly it was one of one of the most memorable christmases for me because i i i was so lost and so you know taken away from my normal uh yeah you know, holiday cheer that i would i would i it grew accustomed to um, and I made like a new tradition, you know, and it was a really cool experience to be able to have you there for me. And, you know, I think that I think it's one for the books. I and there's nothing sexual going on here, people <laughs> that there was not, nothing, no, no yeah. boinking or boinking yeah. Yeah, yet. <laughs> there's no, there has been no oinking or boinking as far as the, uh, you know, Christmas or anything. It's just it was really friendship and a bond, like you said, we yeah. really bonded, and you were in a dark, dark place. I was. So, and I, you were a light in that dark place. And I, I think what I've found out though by knowing you, and since you are a fan of the show, mm-hmm. you um, also are. A, you have fans in your community. Yeah. You live in Dixon, California. I do. And it's a beautiful little town. Some people have opinions about it. Others, you know, have just never been here. But I know there's one thing for sure about Dixon. The cider is the best. <laughs> Dixon cider. Dixon cider is the best Can in we, town. Can't wait till you try it. <laughs> just kidding. I'm sorry. I don't mean to make you blush. Uh, see, that's why we have that whole social distancing thing. <laughs> exactly. Plus, you're like high risk because you're post surgery, right? <laughs> right. I was in the hospital for three weeks. God. So we'll get to that in just one second. Yeah, but um, I just want to—I just want to point out that from my perspective, and since I get to see emails that come into the show, like around your birthday, it was like there were probably thirty or forty emails that came into the show mm-hmm. asking to wish you a happy birthday, it's- and I think like one or one or two of them got read, but there was just this overwhelming outpouring of just and it wasn't just like the oh hey just want to wish jules birth happy birthday Mm. happy birthday jules it was all like juliet did this for me or this for somebody or just was always there for somebody and you're you are just you seem to be that type of giving um caretaker for people that that want that need it and it's not like it's such a selfless thing and it's something that goes unnoticed, I think. And, um, you know, maybe maybe it's just a, it's a little glimpse at what you've been putting out into the universe. I mean, from going to being a correctional officer to this this hardcore person to the softy I am now. So, not kidding. I've always <laughs> been caring, though. Yeah. So, my mom was this way, like you mentioned. So, actually hearing your podcast last time, mm-hmm. you talking about our moms, that really helped. Yeah. You mentioned how our, my mom is helping me through all my friends. Yeah. And it's stuck. Yeah. And I played it for everybody that would listen. I was like, uh, listen to this. 
So yeah. Thank you. You're welcome. Um, and that's another thing that we bonded over because your your mom passed away uh, before you know before she was supposed to be it. Honestly, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and her name is. Veronique. Veronique. Is that how you say it? Veronique. 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 Oh, yeah. she's so much better. Veronique. There you go. Almost. Oh. It's very French. Very French. Belgian. Mm. I know I'm nervous. It's okay. It's all right. <laughs> you want to take you here? I, I brought here. Let's do this. Oh. Yeah. Um. Yes. What, what was your favorite thing about your mom? Um. The fact that she was the most giving person and that I've ever met. Like she, if she knew that you like, I don't know, Smurfs and she found a Smurf in the store, she would buy it and give it to you just because. Or she was the, she was the mom for all my friends. Every school trip she took off of work and she worked at the prison as well. She was a nurse. So every school trip she took off or she came with us, um, every thing we did she was there she was just really giving and loving and well sounds like kind of what i was describing about you and whatever your friends were saying about you you think you might be carrying on those traits from your mom yeah but i had a conversation with my brother today and he said i'm a lot like my dad which we disagree on (laughs) (laughs) just leave it at that (laughs) yep my dad is a whole different can but i love him good um so how old are you Thirty-six. That's right. Remember what I said about you when I when you, yes when you first when, you, when I so first saw a picture. So Brando of you. here called me a cougar. No, I asked if you were a cougar. <laughs> I asked if you went if you were a cougar. Mm. Mm. Yeah. And there was two of us, two women in the picture. So I had to say, you do know I am this one, right? And you're like, yeah, I know which one you are. <laughs> of course I did. I was, I was like. Just, I'm still, I see, okay. <laughs> I did put my foot in my mouth in that moment. I was like, well, that was the stupidest thing to say. I think I was just nervous. I don't know. I, I just thought I was, I, I don't know. Anyway, I haven't been able to live it down and it's fair. <laughs> mm-hmm. Honestly, I, I, I deserve it. I earned it. I need to lie in it. Mm-hmm. It's a, it's a I'm badge I should wear. A year and a half older than you. I know, but, <laughs> but you like younger dudes. Right. Well, my old dude, my other dude, no, God, that sounds bad. My ex is my old. Dude. <laughs> he was also six years older. Oh, okay. So, yeah. This is helping. Good. Um, so let's talk about um, your back surgery. Since this has just been kind mm-hmm. of like a elephant in the room since we first started. Um, when I first got here, it didn't even look like you had gone through back surgery no um, and it, it, it's obviously because you're just very strong willed would you say that you're a stubborn person <laughs> okay so this is everlasting but yes <laughs> <laughs> yes I am stubborn I like to do things on myself yes. for myself but right. like you said and mentioned I have so many people that help me mm-hmm. and want to help me we got the whole town. You were telling you, me. You were telling me the whole town was here. Basically, will be here to help you if they need you. Yeah, they're all literally a phone call away because yeah. this is Dixon. Yeah, I think it's great. And you? Oh, I've been here. I know, but you've been helpful for me. Of course. Like you mentioned. 
So why did you have to have a second back surgery? What happened the first time? So the first back surgery, I had a fusion on my L4, L5, which means they took out a disc down to my lower back. But he didn't take out the full disc. And they put titanium in, which you're not supposed to break. And I broke my titanium. How do you break a titanium back? No idea. And my new surgeon said it's been broken probably for three years. And I had this new surgery at three and a half years. So I broke it within six months of... So I know. you've been running around for three years with a broken back. I just thought it was natural pain. Dancing. I mean, when... Yes, I'm. You were showing you were showing me videos like highlights on your on your Instagram story or you know or Snapchat or whatever, and you would be like <laughs> twerking on the streets of Oakland. Oh yeah, and you were telling me about your broken back. Yeah, that was pre-surgery too. How did you survive that? I just pushed through. Yeah, that and my regimen every day was Motrin and marijuana. Oh yeah, so and it worked. Yes, until it didn't. Yes. I fell October or November of last year, and that's when I knew something was wrong. I fell in my backyard, and then I fell again in my house. You just, like, you're, you're almost like your back just gave way? Like, you just fell over? You didn't, like, trip or No, slip. like, I was walking and just... Blink. Straight fell. God. And I felt this sharp pain, and I was like, okay, this is different oh. than the last pain that I had, so I wasn't sure, but... I just pictured, like, like a stick figure just kind of, like, folding <laughs> over. That's what like, it was like. Is that what it felt like? Mm-hmm. God. So what do you do in that? I mean, what did you do in that case? Did you just be like, make an appointment? Or is that something where you go to the ER? And what do you do? So I actually found, thanks Google, um, an ER for backs. Really? Yeah. And in the area? In Fairfield. So it was no. a 25-minute drive. Wow. Maybe. An ER for backs. Specifically for backs. Yes. Are and brains. Is, really? Mm-hmm. Are there a lot of places like this and around, or is this like no. is this a rare thing? It was rare for me to find. I mean, I'm, it might be out there, but but it's nice that it's practically right on your back door, right? Yeah. And so I made an appointment literally the next day after I fell twice because wow. I was like, okay, something's wrong. So I called and they're like, oh, come in tomorrow. And the surgeon, the first thing he did was did a CT scan with the dye in it and found all my issues. Which are multiple. Wow. So, yeah, he and had a you, lot of work to do. And you have been living with that. That and extra stuff mm. that happened after my first surgery. Yeah, so so you were only supposed to go in for one surgery and mm-hmm. be out of there in what? Four, seven days? Three to five. Three to five. Mm-hmm. And so after that first surgery, what happened? So I was up and walking around the second day. I mean, the first day. So the, my surgery was January 26th. I was too groggy to get up and walk around. And then um, January 27th, I was walking around my room, no walker, my hospital room, like feeling great. Mm-hmm. And so my surgeon came in and started talking to me and telling me, you know, everything he did. And then I told him I was getting a headache in the back of my neck. And he was like, oh, well, I nicked your cerebral spinal fluid cord, but don't worry, it's oh, a small nick. I, I nicked it? Yeah. That's not the. That's not something you want to hear from your surgeon, right? Yeah, but I was so loaded on all the pain meds, I was like, okay. You didn't. You didn't really register. It did because the first thing I did was call my brother, and call the other person that's like, I don't know, power of attorney on me. Yeah, I guess care, your caretaker. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, hey, this and this and this happened, and told, 
they knew anyway. They got the information. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Cool. So, so he not, told me that. Not cool, not cool, though. Uh, so you're how many days in, and then when did you have to go in for your second So um, after the headache, that was like the first sign of meningitis. Oh, my God. And the second sign was fever, which I got one. So then they put me on bed rest only to get up to use my commode in my room so I could walk like 10 feet. And then it was five days after I was, um, I felt my back and it was like this sticky substance and it was Sunday. So my surgery was Tuesday. This was Sunday. And my nurse was like automatic, lay on your back flat. You have surgery tomorrow morning. Because so surgery the first. Because you're basically leaking your spinal fluids out of your back. Yeah, the small neck. What, what does, I, don't, I mean, you're not going to like, can you describe what the incision is like on your back? Are you comfortable with sharing that? Um, so right now, I hate it because he went in three times in that one spot. So it, I sent it the picture to my best friend today and she's like, is that a belly button? Oh, okay. <laughs> but he went in the same scar, so now my scars used to be eight inches. Now it might be an eleven inch scar. Okay. Yeah. Which I'm gonna get tatted eventually. Cool. What are you gonna do? What are you, what kind of tat? Do you have you thought about what you're gonna do to cover it up with a tattoo? I don't really want to cover it. Oh, okay. Because it's oh. something I live through. Incorporate it. Yeah. So I either want to get what's in my back, like the metal, all the workings tatted yeah. on my back, like three oh, D. That would be cool. With vines wrapped around it, yeah. or. Safety pins, the old school ones that had the big, you know, safety yeah, pin like on Yeah, like the it. little clip thing. Yeah. yeah, but you could do a emblem of it, on, like Super Mario Brothers or something. I don't know what I would do. But... That's cool. So it almost be look like you're kind of safety pinned together with, yeah. with those spots. Yeah, a lot of people do corsets, and mm. I'm not a lot, a lot of people, so. Yeah. What about like a tree? Like kind of cool. like have like a, have it be like part of, of like the root of the tree, right? Yeah. Like the like the, the main the stem, stem of it? Yeah. That'd be cool. I yeah, like that. There you Thank go. you. Well, because the back is like kind of like a tree. You right. know? Like it's a tree of, you know, the, the ribs are kind of like the branches. Our back and... controls everything. I sneezed the other day and it hurt. Like you don't know how bad you need your back <laughs> until you you can't use it. And you couldn't use it still because you're leaking fluids um, and you go in for the second back surgery. Right. And what was that experience like? So he woke. That was pretty quick. I think it was like three-hour surgery, which is quick. <laughs> I know. Well, you're out of it, so you have no concept of time. So right. It doesn't matter to you, right? So, but this this time when they woke me up, they um, I was pretty coherent, and he was like, "Hey, I did three stitches. You're gonna be fine." That doesn't sound so bad. No, and then I had this tube out of my back, which was very thin, like the size of a charging cable for your phone, probably. Oh, wow. And it was right. So was it like a stint. No, it was actually a full cable leading into a bag that was draining my uh, cerebral spinal fluid. Whoa. So I had so much cerebral spinal fluid in my back. That's why I was I was screaming in pain the whole time, pretty much. The spinal fluid in your back was causing you pain. Yes. It wasn't just... Because of the pressure. Right. It makes... It's constantly making it like yeah. blood. So oh, it was dang. just leaking all over and that hurt. <laughs> can you Can you smell it? Does it have a smell like the like the fluid itself? I mean, I couldn't smell know? anything because it went right into this bag. Oh, so. well, I know, I know, but I'm sorry. But that's, I know it was. I know how it felt. It's an invasive question. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry. No, I know how it felt though. It was yeah. like sugary, sticky, hey. like oil mixed with 
gasoline. I don't know. It's weird. It just reminds me of something out of a sci-fi movie. It really like is. Like the stuff that's just like the wires and cables going into your... Because it's it's tapped into... This is the base of your brain. Mm-hmm. Your brain goes straight down into your spine. Yeah, this With, is the fluid for the brain. It's even more It's even more scary when you hear your surgeon say they nicked something. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, everything's okay. You came out all right. Not yet. Not yet, though, but... <laughs> But I'm just I'm 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 letting the listeners know that we're not here to bash any uh, surgeons. Oh God, know. I love my surgeons. No. Sorry to interrupt, but I love 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 his honesty. So yeah, I really do. Yeah, so we're not gonna. That's not what we're here for, and that's no not even the direction I was going into. So, um, but obviously, you know, we're human. Human right. error happens, mm-hmm. but thank goodness for modern medicine that we can be here today. Mm-hmm. So after the second surgery, you. Uh, you came through so i could only lay on my sides because of this cable coming out of my back right and then i was in the icu which was also annoying they do vitals every hour but for me it was every 15 minutes because Uh they had to drain me so much fluid per hour i think this is about the time that we started picking up communications yes um, and while you were in the hospital because well you you were going through it and i I did the best I could with what I could. And the the problem, though, is in COVID land is that you can't have any visitors in the hospital. And during this time, you would think like that would that would be somebody you'd want somebody there to be, you know, holding your hand and keeping you sane. Because, I mean, the way that you are communicating, you were there. You were you were totally, you know, in your mind and you knew you were mm-hmm. aware of your um the state that you were in mm-hmm. but the, the, this like the little simple creature the simple um uh creature comforts that you take for granted that man i'm, I'm sorry i'm not trying to make you feel no, uncomfortable like it looks like it's like it kind of is it like triggering you a little bit mm. talking about it no okay i hate that word trigger oh, i know but <laughs> are you okay I just have to move every so often, otherwise the pain uh, starts okay. spasming. So All right. it was a spasm. We have been sitting here for a little bit. Do you want to get up for a second? No, this Do you want to pause? Fine. No, this is good. All right. I could take a knee. Okay. <laughs> I just wanted to... <clears throat> Never mind. I was going to say be on my knees. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> Keep it clean. It's a family program. <laughs> <laughs> um, so let, let's, get, let, let's get past the... Uh, <laughs> let's get past the... The, the the awful stuff and let's get to the good stuff okay wait then the second surgery that led to my third surgery that was the one i well yeah that's what i wanted to get to oh yeah i was i guess it was good so i ripped out that <laughs> it was all right <laughs> that was the one i flatlined on um so that cable that was in my back whoa, 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 back it up what okay so that cable that was in my back that was draining my fluid was draining it slow mm-hmm. so um on one of the times i flipped over i ripped the cable out of my back the it's not a cable, but... It's like a tube. Yeah. And yeah. I ripped it out. On accident. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> and so I was holding the one side up, but my back was just dripping freely because oh, the other part where I ripped it out was, of course, in my back. So I was draining fluid out at an alarming rate. So my nurse was in within minutes, and then he called my surgeon, and my surgeon was in within minutes. And this is like third floor. So mm. from what I could recall, it was noon. And he told me that they don't have time to knock me out. And he told me what he was doing. Like he was putting the cold on my back. 
He told me he was cutting me open, and I was awake for it until... You weren't. Yeah, until he, they woke me up at four. And he was like, welcome back. And I just... I was crying because I felt different. But it wasn't like I saw anything on the other side. It was... The first thing I felt when I woke up was I didn't want to be angry anymore. And so letting go of this anger is hard, especially when you lived a life like you and me and, you know, people. So it's a process. But, yeah. And then when he said, welcome back, I looked to the side and there were the paddles and he told me I'd flatlined. And then it got even funner after that. Funner. Funner. How much more funner can it get? Um, I had to go through two different oxygen takes because I wasn't breathing. Because yeah. of the amount of meds I had to be on. So you were lying there. You and I still had conscious. a mm-hmm. You were conscious. Mm-hmm. And you were breathing through two oxygen tanks. And I was still screaming in pain, which they couldn't figure out why. Because you had gone through three back surgeries, maybe? No, because um, they did an MRI at 2.30 in the morning. That was the only time they could knock me out. Mm. And so they took me to the MRI, and I still had a um, drip, a leak. In oh, my, my God. That he couldn't get. But Can I just put, like, a fix-a-flat in there or something? So I mean, that's exactly what it is. Is it really? No, he said basically, since it's leaking down now, it's not going to my brain, which it was. Okay. The meds. So it's not going to the brain like it was. It's going down my leg. That was like, all right, the leak healed itself up like a scab. Mm. Some people a couple days. Some Mm -hmm. people, whoop, whoop, me, a couple weeks or a month. So I'll be excited to see on Thursday what what happened. That's when I'm going to see my surgeon again. Yeah. Get all the fluids checked. (laughs) Yeah. Get my motor oil changed. (laughs) Check the dipstick. (laughs) (laughs) how's your uh how's your pain level now are you all right it's okay it's kind of shooting up a little bit but yeah okay well let's not let's not focus too much on it anymore and let's let's I'm good now let's get to the good stuff so you you said you've lived a you lived a really full life you've you've done a lot with your body and primarily you've worked in the prison system Mm -hmm. and you've worked for cal fire Do you want to share any stories from any of those things? What what your highlights or lowlights were? So the prison, I was a correctional officer. And I learned very quickly, well, my, it runs in the family. Mm -hmm. So I ran, I learned very quickly that I um, had to make a name for myself with the inmates because they test you. So when you're in there, your boots are still shiny. So I literally made a name for myself in the first a um, couple of weeks, I had to work in the ad seg, that's or the hole. What? Oh, yeah. Where the rough guys go. Yes. Or the, trouble. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Or they're PCing up. Oh, yeah. Protective custody. Right. Right. Okay. And um, I had we were bringing in the inmates from the yard, and we were bringing in the whites, and it was the biggest, baddest dude I've seen with all the anti-black tattoos you could see and for your ad seg they call your cuffs and I was like please don't be my number and it was so that was my inmate I had to bring in oh, no. but little did I know that the officers had already had a little thing with him like just flinch a little to see what she does uh, she, she goes for her alarm does uh, she go for her stick does she go for a spray what's she gonna do so he flinched 
a little and I went for all three. I like hit my alarm. <laughs> I went for my stick and I went for my pepper. And I was like, no, like get down and yelled. And they were like, hey, park, it's all right, it's all right. And so then they called cancel on the alarm because yeah. basically all the yard cops come running in. Right. So. so real quick, does it feel more comfortable to late sit back on the couch? Because these microphones are so good. You could sit back and I could just point it at you. You don't even have to lean into it. This is fine. Are you sure? I just look uncomfortable. I know. And I, I'm just trying to make you comfortable. I'm... Does it, would, like sitting back, does that help? Okay. I'm fine. Thank right. you. You're welcome. Consider it. Well, I mean, I, I've never dealt with somebody who's gone through something like this before. So I'm trying to be sympathetic, but I also won't, don't want to be all like coddling, babying and, you know. Right. Because I'm stubborn. I know you don't like that. Sorry, I moved. Oh, you're good. These microphones, like I said, thanks, Rob. They're really expensive, so you don't really have to like lean into it. It just picks your voice up. It's so big. I know, right? <laughs> the microphone. It's a Rode. Oh, yeah. Okay. This one's a Sure. I, I read that. SM7B. Oh. Yeah, it's pretty good. <laughs> um. So, what? Uh, how long were you a correctional officer? Um. Technically, I still am. I'm on a medical oh. leave of absence, which doesn't mean anything for the state. It just means I could transfer to another state job, which you said I did for Cal Fire. Oh. But I was in Willits. Do you Be- know where that is? Beautiful Willits. I do not. <laughs> I, st- I still don't know, like, on the map. I could just pull up on the Googles. It's by Fort Bragg. Oh, okay. So we were in charge of 23 cities. Fort Bragg was one of them. And um, that was fun and scary. But I, it was too soon after my mom had passed yeah. and taken some of the calls. The last call broke me. And it was when we lost, like we heard a guy die and the other guy was doing CPR on him. So, And when this happened, were you primarily just taking calls for CAL FIRE? Was that your, your job right. as like a dispatcher type of thing? Right, like a 911 operator? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. So, so you heard the gant you you heard it all. I was talking to the guy and talking him through CPR and oh like you god. could hear the first crunch. Oh my god. And then you could hear him cuz they went down abalone hunting, fishing, diving. Abalone diving? I think it's diving. I'm going to go with diving. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. So that's what they were doing and they went down and the tide came in and they couldn't get back where they went down at so they tried to free crawl. And the bigger guy fell and that was the one that passed away sad, sadly but Gosh. his friend was like yelling where he could see the paramedics and they were driving back and forth because he was in a basically a unknown area so a, they got to him they're basically in a cove like so yeah. they can't get around you're on they're on the cliff sides right so yeah it is diving by the way so it's <laughs> like it's right there on the cliffs god and and having to endure some of those emotional you, know, you take all that stuff on being an empath you're an Obviously, you would recognize that you're an empathic person, right? <laughs> yes. And so when you do stuff like that, is that, I mean, when it's when you're working with correctional, uh, as a correctional officer, you're still helping people, you know, you're still helping keep order, right? Like, is there's a, there's some sort of level of like, you know, you're taking care of your, your, your guys in there, right? Yes, that is what they are, was added for to rehabilitation. So mm-hmm. CDCR now. And... Yeah, we had guidelines to which we were allowed to do things and not. And mm. we were there to protect them from each other. Right. And they were just there to do their time. So as long as you knew 
what the rules were and didn't, I called it like hide behind your badge. Like some cops came in and was like, oh, you have to, li-. Yeah. yeah. Being their partner sucked because they put you at risk too. Mm. But um, that's how I got my tooth knocked out. <laughs> oh. I know. Yeah. He was going after my partner. Yikes. Yeah, it was all right. So, um, yeah, I miss it. Exactly. Yeah. Is that sad that I miss the prison? No, it's it was it was a passion of yours. It's something you love to do. Was I liked going in and I'm a huge cowboy fan. Yeah. Sorry, Rob. <laughs> but not really. <laughs> I guess you could tell by my shot glasses and all my glass. Yeah, you <laughs> got you got this wonderful china cabinet in your living room here. And it reminds me of something that I had growing up, which by the way, there's so many similarities to our um, just, I don't know, just, it seems like we're from the same type of family. Like right. you're like an extension. You, you seem like you would be like a, a cousin or, a, you know, I'm just kidding. So you just throw it out all the stuff. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Did that pick that up? Yeah, of course it did. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. But, uh, you know, in this awkward, uh, <laughs> incestual moment here, this this cabinet reminds me a lot of, about how, you know, how I grew up. And you collecting all these shot glasses. I had a shot glass collection growing up. I had a bunch of, uh, not those types of knickknacks. Those are your, those are your <laughs> knickknacks. Um, but bells and cups and, mm-hmm. yeah, so. My mom's ashes. Oh, yeah, your mom's ashes. So there's angels in the bottom corner. There's yeah. two ones. So when everybody from my graduation that I went to, they got cars and a ton of money. Or like, you know, 500 bucks, not a ton. But back when yeah. you were 17, you're like, oh, I got $500 for graduating. Right. I got those angels. And I was so mad. But now. You love them. God, it's almost been 20 years since I've graduated. Oh, my God. But I graduated early, so. Yes. Are you going to go to your 20-year reunion? <laughs> No. I never I never went to my first. I went to my 10. Did you? I, I actually took my ex, and he was pretty faded within the first couple oh, hours. Man. So. Did you did you enjoy yourself despite that? or I did. It? I saw a lot of people. Yeah. And then it was kind of like high school again because they were doing yeah. random hookups. Oh, good. I was like, this is 10 years later, you guys. <laughs> well, it's a familiar taste. I was a little jealous. Yeah. Mm, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> So um, we had a little conversation the first time I came here uh, to go hang out with your dog, Zeus, which, by the way, I love your dog, Zeus. Thank you. He's the best dog ever. No, Walter is. Walter's great, too. He's, he's good. He's my, he's my boy. He's my shadow. Yes. But Zeus is the business. He is how old? And he's a black lab? He's a black lab bear is what I call him because he's no, huge. Oh, he's a bear. <laughs> he's 100 pounds, but he's not fat. He's stocky. No. And yeah, Zeus is 11. He just turned 11 in January. I got him in Missouri. Missouri. Oh, okay. (laughs) You didn't get him while you were in Missouri for some reason? No, No. I drove cross country with him. Dang. Did you go out there specifically to get him? No, I went out there to visit my aunt. And he was just, they were just giving a dog away somewhere and... So out there they could just pretty much get rid of puppies because they have so many. So this guy was like, if I can't get rid of it, I'm going to go home and... Take care of it. Yeah. And I was like, "Mm -hmm." Mm. so I was like, I'll be right back. Yeah. So I went into the store, Walmart. I don't know. There's nothing out there. So it had to be Walmart. And (laughs) (laughs) I was in a place called Knob Noster. Knob Noster? Knob Noster. Okay. It's a town of like 2,000 people, maybe. Wow. Kind of sounds like Georgetown. Oh, yeah. Pretty pretty close to the population there. Yeah. Yeah. No Walmart, though. 
No, no Walmart in Georgetown. There was none in Nam Nostri. Yeah. You had to go 30 minutes up the road. Yeah, exactly right. <laughs> yeah, you got to go 30 minutes just to get to anything. It's, yes. Yeah, same type of place. Mm-hmm. You know then. Yeah. And he was, so I went in and got all this puppy stuff and I got him at eight weeks or five weeks, really early. Mm-hmm. And then as you could see, I trained him. Yeah. He's all right. Great boy. Yeah. He's a good boy. He's old though. So, you know, he's, he's, he's living his best life as an old man. Yeah. He's slowing down. Farting up a storm. Though. <laughs> Sorry. It was like green cloud in here <laughs> for like 30 minutes. It and it was wasn't so from us. No, no, I, I, exactly. It was not from us. <laughs> no. It wasn't those almonds I was eating on my way down here. <laughs> um, but you, you, your, your collection here kind of reminds me of just wanting to get back into that. There's, Everybody's got to have some little thing that they do, right? You have your things. I do have my things. Yeah. It's your healing. I've I've been on the healing kick lately. There's a lot of things that I'm incorporating into my life that are all healing related. Um, Like when I moved into my place at the beginning of January, um, the Brandon check. Mm -hmm. I need a sign. It says the Brandon check. Put it over the door. You don't have one yet? No. But then I wouldn't want to put it on the outside of the front house because then people would know mm. who it is if they're listeners or whatever. Put it above your bedroom. I could put it over above my bed. Yeah. It's a good idea. <laughs> but there's a mirror on the ceiling, so you know, might kind of dress. So well, you know. Mm-hmm. And the lasers and the fog machines. Oh you know. The swing. There's uh not enough room for a swing, no. Yeah, you could always make room for a I gotta a put swing. that I gotta put that in the uh, back patio. <laughs> Yeah, and there's a there's a nice offset garage which uh, is also where you could put a swing, um, but there's no swing. Mm. I know. Another note. I'm just making notes. Oh well, yeah, definitely. <laughs> uh, but the the, the, the whole uh, layout of the place is so open, and I moved in with less stuff than I had from my last place. I just purged everything, and it felt good. It felt so good. I feel so refreshed that just going in there. And there was an incident that happened over my. Uh, last holiday vacation that kind of it gave me a um it was a gift let's, let's call it that right it was a gift in a direction that i needed to go into um it put some closure on a lot of things that were weighing heavy on my mind and my heart mm-hmm. and it was able to just kind of i just was able to close that chapter and look forward for the remainder of the vacation keep it down <laughs> I I that's loud no that's fine <laughs> Um, yeah, we're just hanging out in the house. This People, is country. Yeah, we're just hanging out in the house. So like, get deal with it. Be immersed into the This is a theater of the mind. It's actually a sound effects machine we're playing. On yeah. Um, anyway, uh, <laughs> the point being is I, I felt so much better purging all that stuff and living fresh and, and clean. And, you know, healing has been a big part. I, I was telling you earlier, my bookshelf is filled with books from, you know, that have been either gifted to me or mm-hmm. recommended to me or lent to me to, um, to read based purely on helping me move forward in healing and, and finding out more about who I am. And that's ultimately what the big takeaway that I've, I've had in the last month is that I just don't, I completely lost myself. Last yeah. Year. I know you look, since this is the first time I've seen you since Christmas, you look like a, you did a 180. You look amazing. So do you. And I think a lot of that has, that might, a lot of that might have to do with your experience in the hospital. Yeah. I dropped weight. Well, not to, no, 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 not, <laughs> not your appearance, your spirit. Oh yeah, you are much you you are much less pissed off. I'm told. I'm telling you, flatlining did it for me. And if you I, could do it, I, just I, kidding. Don't. 
<laughs> don't no, do but, it. But I wonder if there's some truth to that. Like when I when I'm trying to like you know say oh well I had a situation. Your, situation. I it was thing, major. And last October I I blacked out and woke up in the in the ER after you know an hour of chest compressions because my breathing was so shallow. And you went right back to work, didn't you? Uh, yeah well yeah but not necessarily but i i got like, some time off after that i meant on your phone in the hospital. oh in the hospital yeah i know <laughs> i had to make sure the show was ready to go for the next day um but when i woke up i had a very similar reaction to what you were describing oh. like i didn't want to be angry anymore right i didn't want i didn't want conflict i didn't want to have any you know i, I was not naive I was not naive to think that, you know, there's going to be bad days. You know, you think about that stuff, but at the same time you have control over how you feel. Mm -hmm. And I honestly felt refreshed in a way cleansed. I cried the weirdest tears that I'd cried ever. It was just like a, like a, almost like a reborn rebirth. That was the beginning of finding this. Yes, exactly. And and maybe that was your beginning of finding your, your Juliet in the hospital. Yeah. My jewels. Your jewels. I think that it's... <laughs> your jewels. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> I'm just on a roll. You know it's what? Bl- I'm blaming the medication. No. It- also why I'm all like slurry and... <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to have you... We'll have to have you uh, do another when interview. When Yeah. I mean, we've also we've also imbibed in a little bit of the, uh, the devil's lettuce just to, you know, commiserate and... <laughs> get connected again i mean yeah we're gonna hang out we're gonna have a good time because geez it's been too long it's been way too long yeah and i'm i just really wanted just to share a little bit of you with the audience because do you hear your cat i do i'm glad you hear my cat she's got something to add yeah he does he does yeah well you know it's 2021 yeah you can't assume those genders whatever he wants to be yeah he she they you do you boo boo yeah he's feeling what's Probably what his mom's feeling. The the breeze. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I, uh, I I really I was talking to a friend on my way over here and he's like, What are you doing out in Dixon? And I said, oh, I'm just gonna hang out with my friend and do a little I'm going down for work, but it's not really work because I get to talk to my my friend and, and share her story and and he's like, Why what what's so special about this? And I you know, said I just wanna highlight the fact that there's good people all around us and that they're that maybe through your story that you know might be comforting to some people knowing that there's the Juliets out there that are that are all around us and the the me's and I mean you helped me a lot through the hospital like you called me and spoke to me even when I was incoherent sometimes so sorry if I said anything I I speak Julie's (laughs) thank you it's all good so thank you for your help because mm. you're the same type of person thank you. loving giving but i also understand when you need to have your brand in space which is really important yeah that's, that you have that and this is something that i wanted to bring up and this will be a good little closing yes. statement um you you're teaching me how to be a better friend and one thing that i'm learning in the very very near future like recently in the last probably 24 48 hours is that because I have abandonment issues, I have this uh, knee-jerk reaction to sabotage relationships in a way that justifies those types of relationships fizzling out. Mm-hmm. And it's not intentional. 
it's not something that I do maliciously. It's not something that I want to do. It's just a, it, it's a cycle that I need to break. And it's a protection mechanism. It is, but it's also, I got a trust fall on this one, you know, but it also takes work on my part because what I've noticed is so many people have put out so much energy of theirs to me that I need to recognize that at least mm-hmm. and meet them at least with respecting that and acknowledging it at the very least and being upfront and honest about like what they would expect from me, you know? And I think that one thing that you've taught me with, with throughout this whole process of my separation is that you've been very persistent in just maintaining that, that level of communication to just know that you're there. doesn't matter, whatever, don't even worry about it. Not mad, just whatever you're Mm -hmm. there. And that's something that I need to start implementing like a, a learn by example type of thing. Um, and I thank you for that gift because I, I know that it's something that I've lacked in a lot of my family relationships too, that I've pushed people away because it's just a defense. How's your dad, by the way, he's doing great. He's doing, he's very healthy. He's, uh, still, you know, losing weight and, um, he's doing very good. I guess he just went to Palm Springs for spring break. Oh yeah, for spring break, huh? I guess. No, he's he's always doing something like that. He was driving from Las Vegas for work, but he's a regional sales guy down, um, you know, for a lumber company. So he goes all over. He was working from home before he was cool. See, Dad works with wood. Yeah, yeah. Runs in the family. Yeah. I mean, I'm glad you said it because I was definitely thinking it. You were like ready to get it out. I want to get so much out right now. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I love when you laugh too. This is healing, right? Oh, this is good. Is this going to be a lot of editing for you? No, no. I'm keeping all this in there. Oh, no? No. Now now the rumor rumor mills are going to be... Nothing's happened. No, I love Brandon. He is. Can, can I say you're my king? You're my king. Yeah, no, you're my queen. I have mentioned that your nickname is Queen Jewels, mm-hmm. and it's it, it's this. This is one of those beautiful things about friendships that you can have that it doesn't necessarily need to even be about the carnal interactions. It. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, did my smile give it away? Yes. <laughs> sorry, but it, it's more about just being there for each other and not wavering when, you know, you see a moment of weakness and, you know, you see me in my really probably darkest moments of my life. And I honestly, there's a very probably less than the amount of fingers on my hand of people that have seen me like that. And uh, the fact that you're still loyal and I ride or die, you. and I love you too. And it's just been amazing to have you as a friend. And I hope that you take care of your back so you don't uh, do anything like that again on your third surgery. I want to blow it out doing some extra curricular <laughs> activities. Has, has it been a while for you? Has it been a while? I mean, you just had back surgery. <laughs> I was in there for three weeks. And then no I got contact out. contact with anybody. And then when I get out, they're like, you can't do this this and this and i was like wait those are all the things i want to do i was like 
no, no. Wait, why is no sex on this list? <laughs> Can we take this off? And they're like, do you want to be here again? I'm like, uh, no. No, thank you. I mean, I love you guys. Is but... that why, why you have that big red digital countdown clock that's like the big, the size of the, <laughs> the scoreboard? Yeah, it's just counting down the minutes. Yeah, I'm just like, ask my physical therapist every time I have. He comes, yeah. I'm like, so can I have fun yet? Yeah. Is that what the code word is? Oh, yeah. yeah. And he told me straight up. He's like, no fun. Wow. So, but yeah. I have other means of fun. Well, there you go. I've yeah. seen my friends. Like you said, my friends would come and visit me or yeah. take me out on walks like a puppy. Because <laughs> <laughs> I, I use my walker when I go out. You know, it really does make you really slow down and kind of smell the roses, per se. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. But you know Isn't what? Some sort of French term that you know that that you could say. You speak a little bit of French. I used to. Was there some sort of saying like that, like "smell the roses" or you know, like "say la vie, oh, seize the day"? Oh, that, yeah, that, that's well, that's a good one. That's all right. But what that's is like, it? Cliche? Yeah, and well, yeah, it's like you know, "say la vie." Clean. You hear that all the time. But it's like, oh, stop and smell the roses. <laughs> I don't know. There has to be some sort of French. I'm sure, but I don't. When you put yeah. me on the spot, I'm gonna. My brain is Plus still thinking yeah. the drugs. You're, yes. you're, all, you're all hopped up. You saw my meds. I know. <laughs> Fistful, <laughs> and you have like a. You're actually keeping a really well diagrammed journal with all your pills. So sadly, my OCD has gotten worse. So if you notice, my DVDs are in alphabetical order. It's not a bad thing. But I've written them all down in. Oh no, you written them down. N- not only in. A book? Oh, no. But on index cards, too. And when someone borrows it, I... (laughs) Like a library? (laughs) No way! It's been since the surgery. I'm trying to get rid of it because it's such a horrible thing. I don't know if it's because I'm bored or because I... Like, as you could tell, I'm a person that needs to get up and go do something. So... I so can't it's relax. Way of occupying your time. Yeah, so I'll go up and I'll do something and I'll go up and I'll do it again. Is, and, it, is it satisfying doing that? Like with the DVDs? Like putting out the. Like, is it. Is is it, it yeah, is that weird? No, no, I'm, I'm genuinely asking because it could be like a meditating. It is. I mean, go. I'll put music on too or the rad show. I got to tell you, your house feels so peaceful and it feels Thank so. You. Put, like you. Clearly, it's doing something right. Yeah. It's working. We're for both you. smiling. Yes, I'm having a good time. I am too. Feels great. There was candy on the table. <laughs> yeah. Oh my God. For St. Patrick's Day and. I know. And Springs, I have ready. Got for the Easter candies. I already have them. Just waiting to go. Cadbury eggs filled with cream. I don't like those. Me neither. Every year I try them thinking mm-hmm. I'm going to like them. And every year I'm like, why did I do this to myself? It's the worst. It's so awful. Cadbury eggs. They're disgusting. The bunny's cute. Oh, yeah. But I mean, if it was just like a solid milk chocolate. Well, Cadbury does that story. now too, but they, oh, their yeah. thing is their eggs, which, like you said, yeah, yeah double raspberries. <laughs> <laughs> You're here first, people. Double raspberry for the Cadbury eggs. <laughs> but remember, you also need to take back to you. Oh, yeah. What about it? Take you time. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, let so those people know. Hey, those people. <laughs> it's it's not about me included. I I don't think that. I just you know. When you're setting up new relationships with people, you want to make sure that there's reasonable expectations on what you can provide as far as like, you know, from your cup. Right. Right. Melissa pointed it out to you too. Don't, you can't give that same energy to a dozen people at once. Right. You got to take bits and pieces. Which is why I love my new house. It's like my, it's my shrine. It is. It's It's like where I go to recharge, and it just feels amazing. The pictures are so 
the one of Walter you posted looking <sighs> out the window. Isn't it? That's that's what I look out every single weekend. I, I lay there and I drink coffee out of my cup that you gave me that says, when I needed a hand, I reached for your paw. Right. Um, and I drink. So glad you have. Oh, I, I love it. I drink out of. That's my only coffee cup. That's the one I use. Everybody else uses the, you know. I use peasant, my rad radio cups. Cup. Oh, that's cool. The one you gave me. Thank you. Oh yeah, the the black one, right? Uh-huh, the yeah. sweet. Sweet. Yeah. Thank you. Ooh, You're in welcome. person. I'm lucky. Sweet. <laughs> Twice. Ooh. Maybe I could get a third time. Sweet. <laughs> okay. Uh, anyway. <laughs> Yeah, so it's it's a it's a great place to be, and I, I every time I think about it, I I it's rooted with you in there too. Like well, you're 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 really rooted in the transition that I had into this new life that I have, and and I couldn't be more grateful. I'm so happy you did it. You did it, but it took a village. Yeah, it did. It, sometimes it was hard to push you, but kicking, I'm glad you kicking and screaming. I know. Yeah, but here we are. You're amazing. You got a new back. I got a new, I got a new pad. <laughs> mm, Party time. Break them both in. <laughs> <laughs> At the same time. Yes. Uh, oh, Jesus. All right. Let's uh, let's get some ice water on you. And, uh... <laughs> Wait a minute. Does that mean? Yes. All right. I'm going to take off my shirt Not, now? Yeah, sure. That's yeah, fine. Yeah. <laughs> uh, thank you so much, Juliet. Queen Jewels, everybody. King Brando. Namaste, bitches. The Rad 